You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dragon Ball Manga Reading Club, part of the Weird Science Family of Manga Podcast. And I'm here to talk about Chapter 15, which is a banger, but not as much as a banger as last week. I will end up telling you this is not a 10 out of 10. Those aren't going to come every week, though I do like this chapter as it sets up things. We do end up getting a Dragon Ball, so that's huge. And we have the typical sus humor. That we've come to expect here and even a New York Yankees out of history reference that I thought was pretty cool. But before we go into this chapter, please go over to Twitter and follow us at Weird Manga. And then after that, maybe check out our Patreon to help us out for all of the reading clubs, all the podcasts that we do. That is Patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga, where you'll get early access to a bunch of these reading clubs. and. Get early access to up to eight episodes of our Manga Monday show. So a bunch going, and the more people we get, the more things that we will end up doing. But here we go. It is Chapter 15 at Sixes and Sevens, a pretty cool little credits page there. And we go in, and if you don't remember, I'll tell you, Kame Senen ends up showing up at Fry Pan Mountain and is going to put out the flame. He's been promised if he does that, he can touch Bulma's boobs. So he does it. He might not remember his own strength. He does it with the special move, the Kamehameha. And instead of putting out the flames, he just brings the whole house down, including Gumao's house. I mean, the castle on top of the mountain is now in ruins. I thought maybe it got launched down the way and they were going to play that game of, oh, my God, we got to go 800 miles to get this thing. No. It's just in ruins, which presents some other problems because that Dragon Ball being in the castle there, it's now buried under rubble, and you're going to have Bulma and Oolong trying to find that. And that's how we start. You end up with a little narration that says, For months now, poor Gu Mao and Chi Chi have been suffering because they couldn't get to their own home. And now, well, they can get to it. It's pretty much throwing shade at them. It's not a nice narration because, yeah, they can get to it now. But what are they going to do? And that's, again, how we start it, where Oolong and Bulma, they're looking at the Dragon Ball tracker, and they're able to kind of zoom in and go to where it is. They're still going to have to dig this Dragon Ball out, but that actually doesn't cause as much problems as some of the other stuff in the chapter. Now, I'll give Gumal credit. He is looking on the bright side of life here. But the real gem is Chi-Chi, who ends up after Gumal says, hey, yeah, this stinks, but at least it'll be cooler now without all those flames. You end up where Kame Senen, who kind of done messed up here, ends up saying, well, it will be without a house. And you're like, really? Like, that's what you have to say about it? But Chi-Chi steps in and says, don't worry about it. We'll build a new one. And that is a gem of all gems. Now, while that's going on, you have Yamcha and Poir who are watching from the distance, and they end up like, All they keep seeing are really bad butt things going on that they have to avoid. And what they say here is, man, we got to avoid that old man. Now, they know who that old man is because they even say later about him maybe accepting an apprentice. So I think that he knew before. Yamcha seems to be in the know. Knows, yeah, yeah, I got to avoid him. But now that they saw him do the Kamehameha in person, 
I think that this really stresses that deal. Let's not get him upset. Now, with that, then, you have a funny play because Goku, he's so cute. He's just a little guy so innocent. He's like, hey, teach, meaning Kame Sen. And hey, that was cool. Can you teach me how to do that? Can you teach me how to do that attack you did? And you end up where Kame Sen is like, really dream on, lad. That takes 50 years of hard training to learn that. And you're like, okay, well, I don't think that's going to take Goku that much. And as you end up having Gu Mao try to convince, slightly convince Kame Sen to stay with them, they're going to build that new house. I think that Kame Sen is like, yeah, I'm pretty impatient. I don't want to sleep outdoors, you know. I don't need to wait. I'm going to go back to my island. A hermit's life for me. Well, while that's going on, you end up having Goku in the background just doing little moves. And you you realize that he saw Kame Senen do it, and he's trying to reenact what he saw. And he does. He ends up doing a slightly less version of the Kamehameha, but he ends up blasting away. And this blast unfortunately hits Boma Oolong and Goku's car, the car that they were gifted to by Yamcha, in a sus way we'll we'll go back to that in a bit but that car is destroyed remember the volkswagen beetle it's done he ends up wrecking it but that really makes everybody turn and go holy crap what happened how did goku do this this kid we just were told by kami senen 50 years of hard training to learn this and he just kind of well he did this and then he did that but boom and he does, and he's like, oh, man, I got one. It's not as good as, you know, the old man's, but I did pretty well. And that's where you end up. And this is something that I think is a shocker to most people reading this. You end up having Gu Mao say, oh, man, well, he is Gohan's son, right? This is something that Kame Senen had no idea. I thought that he did. I thought he recognized him right when he saw Goku. I think that most people would have played that idea. That that's why he ended up giving him the Kuntan, all that, because it was Gohan's grandson. But no, he's like, what, what Gohan? You mean son Gohan? And that's where Gumaus, really, the audience here, like, really? You didn't know this? Yeah. And then Kame Sen is singing. He's like, yeah, you know what? I do remember once that Gohan mentioned picking up a kid with a tail. And while that's going on, poor You know, poor Goku, he's over at the car like, oh, no, I wrecked the car. What's going to happen? So you end up where Kami Senen goes over and says, hey, oh, my God, you have to come back with me. You got to live on on the island with me. I'll teach you. I'll bring you in. We're going to learn a lot of things. This is going to be great. And you end up where Goku says, maybe later I first I have to go get the Dragon Balls with Bulma and Olong. But after that, yeah, that'd be cool. Now, in that, too, you do end up having Kame Senen find out the cold, hard truth that Gohan is dead. He comes up and he's like, well, Gohan's your, your grandfather? But how is the old lad? How's he doing? He's like, well, he's doing great because he's dead. It's a weird play. And he's like, what? Dead? Oh, what a loss. And so they start talking about the, you know, come in. You'll be my apprentice. I'll end up. You'll be my disciple. I'll teach you. And that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. And it's a huge thing to really piss off. Uh, Yamcha, who's like, what? He never takes any disciples. This is ridiculous. Oh my god, this is bad. Why did he choose him? Oh man. And Puar's like, yeah, that really does stink. 
And so they're trying to still figure things out. And they said where Pilar wants to pack it in, pack it up, pack it in. He says, yeah, I guess we got to, you know, put away this whole Dragon Ball scheme. The car's destroyed. We ended up having a tracker on the car that's gone. And also, I don't know, this Goku, he ended up doing the Kamehameha kind of without any training. I mean, we got to watch out. Let's go home. Let's go home, watch Netflix and chill, please. And you end up having Yamcha say, oh, wait a minute, though. You don't remember the big thing. All we have to do is squeeze his tail and he loses his power. So that's what we're going to do. And in that, you have, again, like I said, Puar says, but we don't even have the tracking device. I'm just, we'll just tail them then. We'll just watch them go. We'll just stay a little bit back. Well, as that happens, Boma ends up finding the Dragon Ball. She ends up picking up this rock. There it is. They use the tracker, but there it is. It's the number six. It's the Chi Shin Chu one. And she goes nuts. Yeah, all right. High five. Her no longer all excited. You have Goku realize, all right. They found it. This is awesome. We're going to get moving, but they don't have a car. Boma comes back and is like, what the heck happened to the car? Well, what's, what's going on here? And it is like the idea. Nobody really answers her that much. But you have Gumau come and say, hey, take this capsule. And they, he says, take my car. Like, really? Should we? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't need it now. He's going to be taking a lot of time right now building a house or a castle, whatever he does. So, yeah, the car goes. and. He says, don't worry, it's a little old, but it's got some power. And you do see that it has two machine guns in the front. It looks like a big giant bumper car uh, with a huge like windshield in the front. It's awesome looking. It really is. You have rockets in the back. And as we go, we'll see that it does kind of fly. So that is a bit of an upgrade, especially when you have Boma say, well, let me check where the final Dragon Ball is. And she pulls out the tracker and she's like, oh, it's west way west so they have a while to go they have to get away out west to do that so they are about to leave they have a trip going all right let's go everything's packed and that's where you have kami senin come over and says to boma uh yeah i think you forgot about something we had a deal don't you remember and she's like oh crap yeah i remember now you sus old man you wait over there i'll be right back and grabs oolong by the hand, it's, it actually is cute as she's walking Oolong around away behind, you know, a boulder and says, listen, you're going to pretend to be me. You are going to transform yourself to look exactly like me. Then you're going to go over to this old man, Kame Senen, and you're going to let him pat pat you on the chest. I'm not doing it. I have a reputation. Though even so, it is kind of going to be thought of as everybody of her doing this, but she says she does not want to do this. And I guess it's funny. The play here is it would be kind of like eye rolling like this old man and this girl. But then you end up thinking, OK, it's a transformed pig. That's fine, because then Oolong says, I'm not doing this. I, there's no way I'm not letting an old guy grab me. And you end up having a Boma who's not really nice about this and has really used this as a blackmail tactic. If you don't, I'm going to start squealing. You're going to have diarrhea. In my mind, and this is just me, between the idea of having diarrhea or an old guy grope me as I've transformed into Boma, I might take the diarrhea. I just might take the diarrhea. But that would pretty much end all of their travels. Kame Senen might get mad. I don't know what he would do if they ended up saying, no, I'm not doing it. 
I don't know that he'd Kamehameha them, but there could be troubles, but you end up where Oolong says, ah, oh, you're going to die a bad death. I'm, I'm so mad, but I'll do it. So the play here, and it is kind of funny because then you have Gumao and Chichi are just confused. Well, what's going on, old man? They're talking to Kame Senna. Well, what's going on? What's all this talking rumbling about? And you have the play, and it's done well, where Kame Senna, like, jumps. Like, he started, like, what? Nothing's going on at all. Nothing sus here. There's no problems. I'm not doing anything really crazy. And that's where you see, as that's going on, Oolong's messing around. He ends up turning into, like, the short, little, plump version of Bulma. And Bulma's like, that's not what I look like. Haven't you even looked at me? Please. And so he's like, all right, all right. I think that he wants her to say, oh, I guess you can't do it right. I'll do it myself. She's not going to do that. Next thing, you're going to have diarrhea. So you end up where he says, all right, well, I'll just do this. Boom. And he turns into Bulma. Bulma goes up then to him and says, oh, my God. How did a movie goddess come to the wastelands? They're like, really? And he gets that. He's like, come off it. Just stop it. Then from that point on, I'm going to tell you that Oolong, he's a method actor. I mean, I've heard that Christian Bale is one of those method actors, right? You have that. You have a lot of characters and a lot of actors being that sort of deal, playing characters, and they get too much into the character. I don't know that anybody can top Oolong because Oolong ended up saying, I'm not doing this. I don't want this guy grabbing me or whatever. The minute that he gets the idea, he's Bowman goes out, yoo-hoo, and then ups the ante. But it ends up being in a way not well played out, I think. But I think that what he is doing is really trying to, you know, piss off Boma and ruin her reputation because he comes out. Hey there. Old master, at that point, you end up having Kame Senen run faster than he's ever run in his life. And you end up having Oolong thinking. Because remember, Oolong got kicked out of transformation school for stealing panties from the teachers. He is not really a saint himself. And he says, oh, man, that old master's sleazier than me. So then you start playing. It gets a little bit uncomfortable. (laughs) Kame Senen goes, oh, you bad girl. You kept me waiting. And now Oolong is full out into this. Oh, so sorry. But listen, why not, instead of poking at my chest, why don't you put your put your face in it and puff, puff? Now, as an aside, this is a clean podcast, but this is sus material. That is what a lot of people like to term a Bronski. And that is what happens. And it's so over the top with that. Boma's losing her mind but at the point must be watching and you end up having Kame Senen he has had the time of his life I mean you could start playing that song if you want because yeah he puff puffs where the puffin never stops all this is in there he's going to town afterwards he is so happy that he actually does give the Lou Gehrig speech today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Oh, my God. He's so happy. He's dazed as he walks around. Bowman at that point is punching Oolong, saying, you're going to pay for this. You geek. You're the worst. And then, as an aside, you do that because they are going to leave now. They're going to get in the car and leave. And Chi-Chi goes over to Goku and says, hey, Goku, 
uh, can you come back because I think my dad will give you my hand. I think we're going to get married. And that's the thing where she says, and I like the play. You always, when you're going to set up a gag, you have to set up, right? So you end up, Chi-Chi, I bet my father would give you my hand. And, and Goku's not even paying attention. He, like, looks up. He's so, da- like, he's in a daze at the time. For some- well, your dad's going to give me something? <laughs> like, yep, I think so. And she says, don't play innocent. And then he goes, well, whatever he wants to give me, that'll be fine. I'll be back. You can count on it. So, boom, he's getting married later. And so they end up with this hovercraft. They take off and, ba-boom, they go off. And in that, too, Yamcha and Poir jump into their car. All right, we can finally get a move on, get cramped up here, lying low like a snake up here in the rocks. And they go and try to keep up, at least, with Bulma and the crew problem is that ship is fast at the point everybody's hair is going i love the fact too that as this is going on bulma's driving she's loving life she thinks this is the greatest and with that it's such a fast car man we're gonna get to this quick i thought it was gonna take us long you do end up where goku's like oh my god i can't wait to see that dragon and oolong sleeping so they end up there and you do see a cool ass page where you do see yamchumpur in the distance but you see the rocketing ship going forward with Bulma at the controls. And it says at last the moment draws near when all their wishes will be granted. On the other hand, you know what they say about being careful what you wish for. And that's going to be a problem because remember Bulma's tricking Goku. Goku's honest. He just ends up, Hey, I want to see a dragon and Oolong. He's just sus all along anyway. So there is going to be problems, not to mention Yamcha Poor following in. So with all that, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's not a 10 out of 10, but it's pretty good. We got the Lou Gehrig speech in. I was happy to get that. And then we get a Dragon Ball. It's funny because you get that six Dragon Ball, and that actually is a little anticlimactic when you get to the Bronski. So that's just how things are done here. But it is problems with what goes on in this book. It's you. tough sometimes to talk about it. But there you go. I'm going to give this an 8.8. 8.8 out of 10. I could even go as a 9, but I'll go 8.8. Bunch of, you know, let's tie that up. Let's get moving forward. But I did still like it. And I do really like Dragon Ball. So I hope everybody else is liking it as well. Hopefully everybody's reading along with me. So with that again, please go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back 100%. And then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Manga. To check out a lot of early access to all of our shows and please if you do enjoy this reading club and maybe you're not aware that we do six others check out our show notes we'll have a link there where you can go and check out all of the reading clubs it's a campsite bio link you hit on that and it'll give you a list of all of our reading clubs and then individually you can hit on those to see where to subscribe all that or If you're listening to this on whatever device, you can end up just searching Weird Science Manga Reading Clubs. They should all pop up. We're on pretty much all of those. And if you could rate and review it, that'd be awesome, too. That's just as an aside. But thanks, everybody. I really do appreciate that people are listening. I'm getting some feedback on things, not just this reading club, but all our podcasts. It's awesome when you hear from people and that they say they enjoy what you're doing. So thanks, everybody. And with that, I'll talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.